Hey everyone, Future Gabe here. Uh, before today's episode, I wanted to let everyone know that we have listed a link to the Middle Eastern Children's Alliance to help provide emergency funding to the families forced to leave their homes in Gaza. Our donations will go towards hospitals and other emergency relief centers. We encourage you to please donate and help those who are suffering. Please remember that this is a humanitarian crisis and we must do our part. The link is will be in our episode bio and will be on our social soon. Thank you, and on with the show. Hello, and welcome back to Bottom of the Barrel, the show where we trudge through the absolute filth that is the bottom of cinema. My name is Gabe. I'm Katie. And I'm Jake. And How we, we doing, guys? Oh, we found it today. We found the bottom of cinema we, today. <laughs> we keep saying that over and over, but but it keeps getting worse and keep, worse. <laughs> the bottom of this barrel keeps getting deeper. I'm so... It just keeps going down. <laughs> I'm honestly a little bit like this movie. Like I chose on a whim. Yeah, yeah. Uh, this is uh, Jake's uh, pitch for this week. This is Jake's fault. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, like, um, I, there are so many movies out there, and I wanted to do one that was um, not from America and not from, like, maybe, like, um, directors that we would, like, that come from the States. I didn't want to do something that was, like, originally in English. Sure. But you had to fucking pick this one. This of all things. <laughs> this there one. So of... many, there are so many good Japanese horrors that are, but, I mean, or this better. Isn't Japanese, but. Well, it's not Japanese, but there are way better Asian horrors that you could have picked from. Yeah. And I know, and I'm excited. So like, <laughs> but this is not the show to do so. True. So Jake technically picked correctly. I guess, but god damn. Okay, first and foremost, mm. Gabe, how are you doing today? I am okay. Can I make you feel better? Uh, oh, whoa. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> whoa. Pause. Baker is underneath the table. (laughs) Oh, oh God. Half my dick is chopped off. Um, So I, um, for the past few days and for the next couple days, I have been working at the Seattle Convention Center for the Flower and Garden Show. And they have some really cool booths with some really cool people. But while most of them are plant booths, there was one that was like all crystals. And I got like some crystal like beaded bracelets and some stuff. It's all very ethically sourced. Um, it's a small business, and they the lady and and her husband that own it are absolutely amazing and so sweet, and I absolutely love them to death. I'm probably going to be going back and spending more money on them, but Gabe, I got you a gift. <gasps> a gift? I did. Jake, I'm so sorry. You're just going to have to sit through this. <laughs> I sit through everything. It's fine. <laughs> oh, damn. So, so um, but Gabe, I have... This is Jake's villain origin story. Would you like to open your gift, Gabe? I would. Okay. Like uh, it's underneath the table. Hang on. Uh, oh, whoa, hey. The uh, bag. I like the bag. Yeah? Okay, go ahead and open. Okay. No fucking way. <laughs> are you serious? Oh, I thought it was Pinky for a second. Oh, but that's so cute. These are hand. These are handmade. The lady that owns it, that's her own handmade design. Um, His name, his given name is Trinket. But you can change it if you want. That's so cute. Um, Here, I'm, I'm going to send a picture of Jake. Hold okay. Okay. Um, 
the the husband I was looking at the crystals and the husband came over with his phone and he was like, I think you would appreciate this. And he showed me some photos because they have like, like a dozen or more of these um, stuffed uh, ravens on the table. And he set them all up around some of the crystal towers to make them look like they were in a cult, like sacrificing something to the crystals. And then he had like another photo of two of the ravens carrying a crystal on their heads. And it was, it was so fucking adorable. Um, But I think I thought it was really cute and I thought Gabe would like it. Yeah. This is a late Valentine's Day gift because Gabe got me a stuffed bluey for Valentine's Day. So this is my returning gift for yeah, you. That's handmade. That is handmade. That is a handmade. Right. Design. That is crazy. That's like something you'd see like properly like on. A, I, that's that's yeah. crazy. Manufactured or something. So yeah. Cute. The lady that makes them, her name is Raven. Aw. And she wanted she could never find any any raven toys so she or plushies so she made one if you would like to change his name you can uh his given name is trinket but you can change it i'm gonna keep it yeah yeah you like trinket yeah trinket's adorable uh they also like sit up on their own i was about to say they like it's, mostly it's sit up sitting up there yeah they're really cute hey so so that's Gabe's valentine's day gift jake i'm so sorry i did not get you any valentines or any chocolate i'm so sorry you deserve them I, I can buy myself shit. I'm good. I'm sending to Jake I'm does sending, not need a man. He said I can buy my own shit. I'm sending them to you in spirit. Yeah, send me some like digital chocolate. I'll enjoy that. <laughs> okay. Digital chocolate. <laughs> hey, all the fans, send me digital chocolate for me to enjoy for this Valentine's. Yes. Send Jake Bitcoin. Bitcoin. <laughs> I was thinking like chocolate gifts, but that's that's fine. Yeah. Uh, but yes. Uh, thank you You're for the trinket. Welcome. I like him. He's very cute. God, you made me think of you said Bitcoin. I was like, oh, wait, what the fuck is that? Like, um, it, it, if someone sends me fucking chocolate NFTs, I'm gonna be angry. Oh <laughs> God, fuck! Sent you some V bucks. God oh, damn it. Um, <laughs> um, Katie, how? Uh, uh Jake, how are you? <laughs> <laughs> really? Thanks for the gift. Fuck your day. <laughs> fuck you. Um, fuck your dreams. Fuck your nightmares. <laughs> Um, I'm I'm still recovering a little bit from a cough. I was yeah. I was sick last week, so yeah. Yeah, you and, missed out on underdog. Yeah, <laughs> I, I I went to the I, I heard you guys talk about it. <laughs> yeah. Um, unfortunately, this month has been kind of shitty, so I'm excited to move on to this shitty movie and other Hell shitty yeah. things. So let's let's go. Oh, you Thank you, Jake. Oh, thank you. Listen, okay. that was my next question. Fuck. I don't want to hear anything from you. Jake, I am doing so great. Um, I've been working in this really fun gig at the convention center as a camera operator. I'll be there for like five days. It's super fun. I've met some really cool people. There's some really cool booths. I'm living it up. I'm I'm so I feel like I'm rubbing it in your face and I'm sorry. Katie did no, it's uh, fine. Uh, for our audio watchers, Katie did like a stank face dice roll when she said, I'm living it up. She said, sorry, <laughs> but I'm, I'm doing good. I'm, I'm enjoying life right now and I'm, I'm in a good place. So I'm quite happy. Hell yeah. Yeah. Very Gabe, nice. get us started with this shitty um, Yeah, I'm going to take us back to a horrible place. <laughs> um, a place we like to call the bottom of the barrel. Uh, today we are talking about Ouija 4. Yes. Yeah, right. 
Are You Still Here? Or Dipsin Dipsin. Or whatever the fuck this movie is called, actually. Because it has about 20 different names. Here's something interesting that I found out. About this movie? Oh, I yeah. highly doubt it. Interesting, but it, it relates to this. Sure. So, it has nothing to do with Ouija 1 and 2. Or yeah, well, any, anything uh, at all. Yeah, not at least. So I, when we say Ouija that we know, uh, we're talking about the 2014 American one, as well as its sequel, Origin of Evil. Right. That those are the ones that we know. Yes. Because those are the American ones, but also there's a shit ton of, uh, I believe Chinese Ouija movies. Yes. This but one... this is still not part of that continuity either. Nope. Under different names, like Gabe mentioned, and then whenever it was re or brought re released uh, for um, for American audiences, they just attached it to a Ouija franchise. Yeah, I think it's because they couldn't market it very well, so they say, "Oh, well, let's fucking make it another Ouija movie." Yeah, which is a it's not really about a Ouija board. <laughs> yeah, um, in a way, it is, I guess. Like when I chose this movie. My thought process was, what if I chose a random number in a series of movies <laughs> that has a very generic name? Like, I, I was thinking of, like, what would it be like if someone from another country just randomly watched, like, Annabelle 4, if that was ever to exist? <laughs> what would that be like? And, um, oh, actually, there isn't. Never mind. Is there? Uh, there's Annabelle, there's the first one, there's Annabelle, Annabelle Creation, home. and then there's Annabelle Comes Home. I don't think there's a fourth. There's not a fourth. Yeah, okay, so like, I was, I was thinking like, um, if someone chose a random movie in a series, and I chose the fourth one because I thought that was funny. Yeah. <laughs> it's it, certainly something. <laughs> I feel like, personally, the amount of anger I'm getting, my plan worked out <laughs> perfectly. I so, have so much to say. Yeah, so, uh, full disclosure. Uh, <laughs> Bad topics um, in this movie. Katie and, Katie and I did not finish this movie. I would not bring my <laughs> finish this fucking movie. And here's why, okay? It was Valentine's Day yesterday when we were recording this. Gabe said, Gabe was like, I got a movie lineup. We're going to watch My Bloody Valentine. I was like, hell yeah, let's do it. And then we got halfway through and we're like, oh shit, there's a, there's a remake with Jensen Ackles. We got to watch that one. So we did. We got we to get Jensen By Ackles. By that point, in it's 1030. And we're like, shit, we've got a podcast to record tomorrow. We got to watch this awful movie. So we start it. <laughs> we get like halfway, maybe halfway through. Oh, uh, we got a little bit over halfway. We had about, I think, 30 minutes left. Yeah, and I told... Oh, this Gabe, hour and 26-minute movie. I told Gabe, I said, I I cannot finish it. Yeah. I am so fucking bored. I have no concept of a plot. No idea what's going on. I don't know what's going on or what anybody is saying. Okay, and so that... In a second. That, that comes to our, our biggest problem with this movie, which is the horrendous dub. Yes. Good fucking heaven. Do you want to know something interesting about that? What's that? So, what's interesting about this... I would is, love to know something interesting about this movie. So, it's not just badly dubbed. It is, like Gabe said, horrendously dubbed by the, like, widest, 
most awful voice actors they could find. But here's the thing. Even the DVD release does not have English subtitles for this movie. Oh, so, so uh, uh, Jake, can, can you sh- shed any light on this? Because what the fuck? We could, we, hang on. We couldn't even, we tried to go to the Tubi settings and like change it back to like its original uh, language. Yeah. But you can't. Yeah. You can't it. It's only available in this awful, I'm sorry, I'm getting way too fired up, in this awfully dubbed version. Yeah. That's yeah, the only, only way it's available. The only version that I could find was the English dub. And I yeah. thought that was hilarious because that means, <laughs> that means like, um, this movie wasn't like proper, like, a, dumb, a dubbing company probably like, um, just hashed together like the, like the English script. And yeah. didn't have like, because it wasn't subtitled. That which, Gabe, oh boy. Gabe, I said something while we were watching it and said, it was something like, this is the most like one shot into Google Translate yeah. uh, script ever. It, 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 because so many, I mean, granted, Mandarin uh, converted to English, you know, the things aren't going to sound correctly because they have, you know, the different, you know, sentence structure yeah, so sure. like it's gonna sound different yeah but also which what's interesting is that on imdb the only languages listed are cantonese and mandarin so not the english that it was not in. english yeah so because it's i mean it's obviously they're speaking mandarin or cantonese sure but it, it does not i do not see any sort of dub listing on here it's and it's not just that it was like it was so bad and then it was you know obviously like you said cantonese or mandarin doesn't exactly translate into english so it's not going to be exact but they were so far behind the like the 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 visuals versus the dubbing was so far behind there was so many like awkward pauses waiting for like (laughs) waiting for it to catch up oh my god i there were so many points where I was like, I don't even know who's talking now. Yeah. Because it's it doesn't it's not even close to lining up. I can forgive it if it's like a little bit off because like that happens when you're dubbing something. These I get long it. silences. Exactly. Are... I'm oh I'm so mad at this. <laughs> Jake, if... any uh, thoughts before we like officially dive in here? Yeah. Um, another thing about the dubbing is um you can tell they were very like they did it very quickly because. Someone could go on for this very long, like, sentence, and will say the exact same word over and over and over, and it to the point where it gets annoying. And you can clearly tell they just they just used the very like the simplest translation. They didn't take much effort to properly like make the sentence work out or flow or anything like that. They just got the translation, gave it to the actors to dub, and just ran with it. Didn't like. They clearly didn't do that many takes. They clearly were very like this is they they probably did this in a day with a bunch of other movies that they were also dubbed with the same like actors. Because that's what a lot of these dubbing companies are. They just get as many movies as possible and get them out in an English dub. Mm-hmm. Not like caring about quality. Yeah. Like Gabe said, it just to me it feels very copy and paste into Google Translate, take it and run with it. Yeah. Like there was yeah. no thought or process put I, into this. I, also, these dub actors, I don't know where they also I'm pretty sure obviously I can't find who did the dubbing or who these actors are. Mm-hmm. But I'm pretty sure one of these dudes is doing a Chinese accent, but I can't tell if it maybe is a Chinese person 
speaking oh, English or can, someone's doing some tell. racist ass accent. Because like you can tell it's like um because he dubs like multiple characters and some he does more of like his regular voice and like for the one guy who's like a loan shark, he does his yeah. very stereotypical accent. He voices multiple oh. characters. Oh, great. Great. Love that. Um, um what you try to get us into the plot here? So because I I would I love to if there was one. Um, I genuinely do not know. Um, there, the there's this opening scene. Read you the or, yeah. I guess let's read a synopsis so we all can figure out what it is. Here's an IMDb Pro synopsis. Uh, oh, you got IMDb Pro. You're fancy. I don't have it. It's this is just what pulled up. Oh. Um, Min played by ja- uh, Jacqueline Chong. Lung, played by Sammy Sum, Kiong, and Fen are business partners of an online game design company, which is on the verge of winding up. Hang on. I'm reading this verbatim. <laughs> I'm reading this verbatim. Which is on the verge of winding up due to the lack of clients. Just as things are starting to just as things start to get worse, a mysterious lady, Mrs. Wong, played by Pa He Ching, offers them a sizable sum of money if they could complete the final stages of her deceased son's online game a Ouija board, and launch it thereafter. They readily accept the business. Soon, mysterious things happen as they experience ghostly sightings. That's it. Man, I really yeah. wish we knew that. In the okay. movie. I might be insane, but because <laughs> of how much I was paying attention to like all the dumb shit, I feel like I actually know the plot. And it's Jay, dumb. take it away. Yeah, take, take it away. away. So, in the opening scene... It's a bit of a fake out. It's um four young like um like girls playing like with a Ouija board, mm-hmm. and um, oh, yeah. it starts to go insane. And they just it starts the thing they all have their finger on just starts moving chat. all over and just starts going around the board, leaving a sh- like like a thing of blood, essentially dragging the girls along with it. Mm-hmm. And then the camera moves to this old woman who has this long monologue about the life and spirits later we learned that this is filmed like this is in universe filmed that lady like all of them were actors this was just filmed it's a fake out oh that's where i was so fucking confused because i thought that they accidentally dubbed over like yeah the director talking um okay that's weird yeah, because the old woman, she's essentially like this, uh, like she's called the, the master of wisdom and, and has this huge connection of with the other side. But really, she's just an actress. She doesn't she doesn't believe in any of that shit. The master of wisdom, by the way, played by Lan Law, 346 credits on IMDb. Huh. OK, um, just an update. This was originally released in Hong Kong, Singapore and Taiwan. Yeah. Originally. Again. I need that version so I can un- fucking understand what's happening. There's no distributor listed. Oh, gee. They probably, someone probably just made this and was like, I don't know, someone will see it. The worldwide gross was just uh, just above $680,000. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And it's then... Rough. Yeah, it's like, then we go into Min, who's talking with her doctor. And um, she's pregnant, and... She wants to have an abortion. Mm-hmm. And the doctor doesn't mind her business and is constantly like, no, you shouldn't. And like part um, of it's like, hey, like part of it's like actually giving proper warnings, but part of it is also mm-hmm. kind of 
being a little bit like into Min's life. Yeah, um, here is something that I I need to add here. Um, so I think a, a reason this doesn't really resonate with us as Americans, <laughs> as as just America or Western audiences in general, is there's a huge cultural influence in this movie, like the um the the view on on abortions and that the idea that uh, the fetus is going to haunt the the mother if she uh, if she aborts it this is this is a huge cultural divide and i think that is one of the reasons that it doesn't but it's also hit. weirdly similar to a evangelical christian thinking yes as far as how they view abortion but this, yes but it it's not it quite as also, spiritual as that it is it is a, an eastern belief yeah though or it is a so it makes sense but that it's one of the reasons why it doesn't hit with a lot of Western audiences. I guess, but it's also, uh, uh, again, maybe it came, comes back at the end, but it did not have a play yeah. in this movie, really. Does, does it ever come back, her, her, her pregnancy? Does that ever come back? Kind of, it does. It's a bit of a weird thing. I think it's mainly there to show why she hasn't left her boyfriend. Oh. Uh. Yeah, I think it's meant to be like another aspect of their messy relationship because okay. the reason why she wants to have an abortion is because she doesn't trust her boyfriend to be a father at all. She doesn't trust him. She he's very into gambling. He constantly is like making mistakes and the reason they, and men gets like essentially the doc like influenced by the doctor and her auntie basically being told like hey, you need to have this baby. Especially by her auntie, who says, like, you're already followed by a spirit of your last abortion. Do not have another one, because you will have, like, she's essentially constantly pressured to be with her boyfriend, who is terrible. Like, her auntie literally says, hey, if you may, if, like, once he becomes a father, he'll start getting better. He'll start being a better guy. Just give him time. And part of me is like, okay, part of this might be like, okay, this might be Eastern culture. But part of it also might be that it's meant to be like um, an older ideology compared to like a younger ideology and trying to like attack the younger, essentially. Because I don't know if it's just because of like where I'm from and where I, the culture I grew up in, but like that's kind of the, because like, there's another character that talks to Min and essentially is like the only character that tells her you shouldn't, if you don't like your boyfriend and you don't trust him, Get away from him. Do not like. Do not get. Do not get married out of obligation. Mm. There's only one character that actually is like tells Min that. Yeah. Yeah. And, um. <laughs> oh, go ahead. Oh, you can go ahead. Um. Yeah. So this movie kind of feels like just a series of unfortunate events. Oh, uh. Yeah. I really don't. There's really no through line that connects anything that there's the one guy that like gets head twice in this movie um he like dies in the back of a limo or a, or a taxi Do oh I, no that one is that one of the app engineers oh yeah those are two separate guys oh. are they yeah like um the one oh. who gets oh wait unless you mean like um because yeah because like there are two guys that get blowjobs Oh, oh yeah. okay. I thought it was the same car. guy for some One reason. was in the car. 
Yeah, one yeah, is one. Uh, Fen's, Fen's boyfriend, and the other is Kyung, who is like one of the is a member of the team. Yeah. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. But yeah, what cause... you're saying, Gabe, is usually in these type of like curse movies, there's there is a through line. There's something that connects all of them, or is a reason why these people are getting cursed and like are having these paranormal experiences. I couldn't fucking find it. Yeah, in this I don't, one, I don't, I don't it's know why. It's at the end. Is it? Oh, is it? <laughs> well, damn. Yeah, it's... It's it's really stupid, if, but it's, it's revealed at the so end. I'm so fucking bored. So yeah, that's <laughs> enlighten us, Jake. Please, I, I'm I'm excited about this because it's, it's like explaining a movie that like I'm I, this is hilarious. By the way, <laughs> tell us what what is the through line? What is the connection? Okay, so while the four members of the company, um, Min, her boyfriend, Fen, and her boy like and her boyfriend's brother Kyung mm-hmm. were driving after like after drinking all day. Min is unconscious in the car. Well, like and the other three were just like com- <laughs> contemplating. <laughs> yeah, it's like, the Patani Bridge accident. Uh, <laughs> I mean, that is they, an inside joke only Jake and I will understand. <laughs> yeah. Um, so the three of them are kind of like contemplating, oh, should we go home or should we go to another place? And they think they hit something. And so they stop. And this young schoolgirl, this schoolgirl who's like been a spirit that's been following them a bit, like is slamming on the door asking to be let in, like asking for help. And at first the boyfriend like tries, like was going to let her in. But then his brother is like, we don't know her. We don't know what the fuck she's up to. Let's just drive. And even, like, Fen, like, locks the door to keep this young girl out of the car. And the entire time, Min is just unconscious. Was this a it's... flashback? Or did yes. this happen? Okay. I didn't know if this it... happened within the timeline of the movie or this was a flashback. It's a flashback before everything happened. Got it. Because I was like, at this point, I thought Kyung was dead, but... Yeah, Kyung was dead at this point. Okay, cool. And, um, yeah, so... I, I vaguely remember, like, there's, like scene where Min is talking with this older lady and then she sees a little girl like in the background. Yeah, there's this like high school girl who like um is a spirit that follows them. And yeah. once they drive off, the high school girl is essentially just crying and and then we see like a man like grab her. Essentially like these people left this young high school girl to be killed. Whenever she was asking and begging for help, and the entire time Min was un- was unconscious. So wait, why why does what does Min being unconscious have to do with it? Um, it's because it's revealed that the spirits were targeting the people around her. They were never targeting Min. They just show up to her every once in a while. Uh huh. Yeah, because it's it's kind of yeah, like bro, um, I'm gonna be un- unconscious in every car ride from now on. <laughs> Here's the thing, I still don't care. Yes. You know? The movie does not give you any reason to like these characters. Yeah, they're all assholes. Yeah. Like, um... uh, Yeah, they're all horrible. Like, Fen's boyfriend is married to another person. She knows about it, and literally when he gets a call from his wife, she starts blowing him. Yeah. Awful. Uh, yeah, which <laughs> I don't know. I thought it was kind of funny, but it is terrible. Yeah, it's hilarious. Like, <laughs> She's like, "Oh, is that your wife? Pull out your penis so I may suck it." Yeah, and then it's Kyung, pretty, it's pretty fucking funny. 
he's generally just kind of an asshole. Like, um, like I think the thing that is meant to make him look war- the worse is that he has sex with a prostitute. Yeah, but he's like, just hor- he's just horny and he's just like, looking up for prostitutes all the time. I, I I understand that maybe in China that's a bad thing, but like, fucking, that's fine. Yeah, it's not that big of a deal. Which like, then it's another reason that- why I didn't hit so hard with Western audiences. Yeah, like, and then it's revealed the prostitute is actually a spirit, and later kills him, and he dies of a heart attack in the back of a taxi. And so yeah, I he see, doesn't really I matter. I remember that part. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Also, yeah. The, these blowjobs are incredibly quick. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, um. Like. Yeah. And then Min's boyfriend, he is a gambler. He lies to her multiple times. He is just kind of incompetent. Yep. And that's the word it, I would use. Yes. And, like, essentially, like, all four of these people put all their stakes into this business, this app development, like, company to make, like, mobile apps. And they haven't made shit. What does this have to do with the the Ouija app, the Ouija board app that they're developing for Mrs. Wong? Mrs. Wong is revealed to be the spirit of the girl that they left. Uh, Oh. Okay. Wait, so (laughs) <laughs> Wait, huh? So what? What? What does the board have to do with anything? The app. Well, it's. Is that just a reason for her to get a connection to to the group? I don't understand. Uh, like, yes. It doesn't make sense. It does not make sense at all. But it's so, so fucking funny. What? How does this all come back to it being like in move in in movie filmed? Well, okay, no. Um, in world, the, how does this come back to being like filmed in, in the world? Okay, so the only part of that is the intro, and um, they go to the master oh, of so wisdom. So they just do that for the intro and say, "Nah, fuck that." Yeah, that's that. That's just for a fake out. That's all that is. Like this being in universe filmed, the rest of this is meant to be real, not filmed. Oh, why? Why? What sense does that make? <laughs> how does that add anything? Who thought? Hey, let's do like a. They kind of sort of filmed this, but let's not make it a part of the movie. Let's just do a silly little bit. Later in the movie, they go to the Master (laughs) of Wisdom, hoping to get advice. But then she reveals, I'm just an actress. I don't believe in ghosts. Why the fuck are you talking to me? Oh, what the fuck? Uh, That that reminds me of something else, but I can't think of what it's called. At the beginning of her monologue... Is something that they, the group, watched and then were able then we contacted don't know if they watched her it. from. So like, they know her. It's it's just this, she's just the master of wisdom. She's a celebrity. I okay, guess. I need, I need you like, to stop uh, saying that, please. It's yeah. kind of like Peter Vincent in Fright Night, where uh, fucking what's his name goes to him and he's like, "Hey, there's a vampire next door," and he's like, "Dude, I'm just I do this for television." <laughs> it is so dumb it is so fucking bullshit i have um, so much to say but nothing at all and i i'm so glad we didn't finish this because i i have no reason i kind of want to go back and finish <laughs> i have no reason to care for anything that has happened yeah it this movie is incredibly confusing inside and out why yeah. is it called ouija 4 um <laughs> It's it's it's, uh, it's, like, it's so like Ouija is literally just like the entire thing is so shoehorned in. 
Yeah. Entirely. Yeah. It's a four out of ten on IMDb, which I feel like is incredibly high. I think that's way too generous. The yeah, director like... of this, the director of this movie, has not made a movie that's rated higher than a five point four, which is something, I guess. I don't. I don't oh. know. Yeah. But like. I. I just don't I, care. Yeah. I, I'm. 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 I'm so excited to hear your reaction did you get to uh fen's death no uh, no <laughs> how did she die okay so she was kidnapped by her boyfriend who oh yeah oh, we got yeah. to that point yeah and um, when she was i fucking don't remember that so. he kept saying that he was going to he said he was going to cook her and eat her so that she could like live inside him oh yeah i do remember that. did that go through um so what happened is like, yeah, he kills his wife, like he kidnaps her, then she escapes. And then she gets in the car with like um our main couple. And then later it's revealed once like um once the once the ghoul girl ghost like essentially like haunts her a bit, that actually she didn't escape. And her boyfriend did cut her up and 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 like did well not cut her up, but did kill her. And then he's like, oh, no, I can't eat you, but I will join you. So he kills himself. So all the time she was in the car, she was a ghost. I don't give a shit. I don't. Yes. Like, it is so funny. Jake, I don't care. (laughs) Okay, but this shit gets what? I'm kidding. I'm kidding. No, I needed to stop. (laughs) I am miserable. I kind of (laughs) almost. I kind of almost wanted to watch the first movie that you suggested, uh, the Ouija Experiment Two: Theater of Death. Yeah, I went, I looked at that, and that had a funnier name. So I was like, "Oh wait, where can I watch this?" And I looked, and I tried looking for a place to watch it, and I couldn't find anything. So it's, it's only available anymore. in Canada. It costs eight hundred and seventy-five dollars to produce. Um, <laughs> yeah. And it's unavailable on Amazon, although I kind of want to get a VPN to see if I, I can watch say, it. I was going to say, all you need is a VPN yeah. to get that shit. So I might, uh, we might do a follow-up on that. Stay tuned. To okay. yeah, that's stay tuned, yeah. Uh, yeah. So like, we'll have a watch party for that one. <laughs> if you want, I can just quickly skim over the rest of the movie. We can be done with it. We can talk about it. Or we can just it. be done with it. <laughs> or we could just be done if you want but Jake, is there anything goofy that happens is that any- we haven't yeah. discussed is there anything important um okay i'll skim through it um auntie <laughs> they go to auntie the old woman who is men's auntie yeah. um like she's like hey for you to for the spirit to move on you need to trick the spirit into believing that you died and so they do this dumbass ritual. Um, the auntie is killed by the spirit, and then like um, they both like um, they both like essentially hang themselves for a, for a little bit to to make this trick the spirit into thinking that they died. And then so like Min hangs herself for a little bit. Boyfriend cuts her down. Then the boyfriend starts to hang himself, and Min doesn't cut him down because the auntie reveals you were never the target. If he dies. You can just go on with your life. So Min just lets her boyfriend die. Oh. Because, uh, it's plot, plot twist. She's evil a little bit. 
And then she's like, I'll take care of our baby because she's going to have the baby anyway. Okay. And then she goes in for an ultrasound. And the doctor's like, wait, that's weird. Why is there two of them? And then she, it zooms into her face where she's very shocked. And in the ultrasound, we see her boyfriend's face screaming at her like, I'm never going to let you go. So follow us on our socials, bottom of the barrel pod at gmail.com. Are you, Jake, I'm going to strangle you. Are you kidding me? What the fuck? So how's this movie connected to Kevin Bacon? Done. Can we move on, please? So that's Ouija 4. Thoughts? I never want to go near this ever again don't watch it if you if it happens to be on in a room you're in just shut off your fucking brain Dude, watch the fucking first ouija from 2014 yeah like even that movie's horrendous but watch that i i i can't tell i can't say it enough but just don't just and it kind of sucks that like this is the only foreign film we've done so far we we do need to do more foreign films. Um, we do but I mean, we did do like um uh that one movie Daniel like that we like watched one half of and then we watched the other half of. Oh yeah. Was Titan yeah. French? Titan was French, but we didn't talk about it here on the podcast. Oh, we haven't talked about it on the podcast. Sorry. Yeah. Just and Gabe like, and I. Gabe and I just watched that. Yeah, like originally, like we were planning to do a climax, which is a French film, yeah. and um, but like we weren't able to watch it because it's no longer available for us to watch. Yeah, we did uh, the first episode though. We have to, we have to rent it, which I mean, I'm fine with doing, but I didn't want to do that last night. Yeah, yeah, um, we're, we're it's not gonna take the more. Yeah, so we're gonna we do were, more. We, oh, go ahead. And we were t- we were talking about doing a Suspiria slash climax episode, so Ooh, we look yeah. forward to that. Yes. That's gonna be fun. I'm excited because we're both dance horror movies. Yeah, but I'm uh, good. yeah. <laughs> I've fucking finally wrapped that shit up. I feel like we have a unanimous decision to please don't watch just it. Just don't. Just don't go Actually, near it. Actually, you know, Big this Jane movie had a charm to it. <laughs> I'm so happy. Absolutely not. I chose a truly despicable film that you two hate so much. You, you <laughs> took the cake, buddy. You did. You this, did it. Good this job. Is my, this is the high of my life. I'm so happy for you. We're moving on. Do yeah. you guys want to hear how this is related to Kevin Bacon? <laughs> yes, absolutely. Yes, I do. Okay. Why do I feel like it's going to be a one or something? So the act- actor slash actress that we are doing is Jacqueline Chong Siman, who is the uh, the main actress who plays Min. Um, so how do you guys think? How close is Jacqueline related to Kevin Bacon? What, you, what are your thoughts? Oh, I need to get our, our sheet open. I am going to say a three. Three? Okay. Two seems way too close. Sure. Because I don't I'm, think she would have been in a movie with Kevin Bacon. I'm going to go with the same score as the IMDb writing of Ouija 4. <laughs> a four. A four? Oh, it's okay. a four on IMDb. It's Ouija 4 and four degrees of Kevin Bacon. Yes, exactly. It's, it's foolproof. It's... Spiritually, right. it makes sense. <laughs> Are you guys ready to hear? Yeah. Yes. All right. Jacqueline Chong Simon has a bacon number of three. Fuck yeah. Ooh. Uh, 
She was in uh, Hong Kong Ghost Stories with uh, Pakao Chow. I apologize for my poor pronunciation. Um, who was in The Trapped with uh, Robert uh, Nepper? 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 I believe Nepper. Um, who was in everyone's favorite R.I.P.D. with Kevin Bacon. Hell yeah. It all comes back to R.I.P.D., baby. That's a that that's a, a future episode right there. Hell yeah. I, ma- I, ha- I made Gabe watch it the other day. Or Gabe put it on for me. Gabe put on R.I.P.D. And it's still as bad as I it's remember. It's still bad. I don't know this movie. Huh. No, you don't need to. Either. You don't need to. Don't. <laughs> What, Until we, we do, do an episode on it, please yeah. stay away from it. Ooh, I'm excited. <laughs> it's it's something. It uh, Jeff Bridges. I don't know what accent Jeff Bridges is doing in that movie, but it's a mouthful accent. Well, I was back in the 1600s. <laughs> I mean, it has a 5.6 out of 10, so you know, well, gotta be like good. It's your opinion, man. <laughs> so. Are you guys ready for your random movie? Yeah. Yes. Oh, this is, this is going to be fun. I actually got a really good review for this one. My arm itches like a fucking motherfucker. Gabe got their tattoo uh, shaded in and finished. And it is currently in the healing process. It's my entire forearm and it's fucking... I <laughs> want to scratch it. Spiders in your skin. Get them out. <laughs> okay. You guys ready? Yeah. Okay, yes. so the way this works is I'm giving you guys a uh, a bad review, a 1 out of 10 review for this movie that I've randomly generated. All I have put in is that it's a horror movie. It can be any, um, any subgenre of that. I'll give you a bad review. Um, if you guys have to unanimously decide if you would like a good review or not, um, you can still hear the good review, but if you want the full points, you have to lock in your response with the bad review. If you lock in with a bad review, you have a possible two points. If you go to the good review to guess, you have a possible one point. And obviously, if it's incorrect, zero points. So, ready? All right, this is your one out of ten review. Um, It was written on the 1st of August, 2009. And the title is, A Film That Merely Glamorizes and Glorifies Torture and Brutality. This is written by Janny Eep, I believe, J-A-N-Y-E-A-P. So, <clears throat> here we go. Quote, Exceedingly violent, exceedingly brutal, and exceedingly sadistic. It's a film that literally glamorizes sadistic brutality and torture, and it's very difficult to watch. For me, nothing like it, nothing in it is entertaining nor worthy of remembering. If you think hostile is mindless and unnecessarily brutal, this film is even more heinous and with more perverted violence. It seems to have a desperate need to drive the audience into a state of anxiety and shock. Do we really need to see the, um, hang on. Do we really need to see the writer's gratuitous, gratuitous on-screen violence and brutalities to deal with during our current economic turmoil? Frankly, I don't think so. We shouldn't welcome inhumane tortures and brutal abuses in real life. We don't need to see them in films. This film is perhaps reflective of the twisted warped mentalities of the two writers. None of the cast members of this film offer any memorable or praiseworthy acting talents. The film is basically the film basically is clustered with scenes of barbaric acts of killing, of gruesome traps, chasing or being chased, and a series of hide and seek rigmaroles. Dialogue is scanty and and I think they meant trashy, but it's trashy. Um 
and basically a composite of groans and screams. It doesn't really take any experienced actor to take on this film's roles. Even the leading actor as the main protagonist clearly lacks emotional expressiveness. It'd be hilarious if the two writers should decide to offer a sequel of this awful film. What can they offer except for the same opening with their quote-unquote evil box landing in another address and, and the rest of the film with more glamorization of inhumane tortures and brutality in a crappy, in a crappy with lame dialogue and ridiculous characters? I'm surprised that this disgusting film is not rated NC-17. End quote. Okay, that, that brought to mind two films, to be honest. Okay, go, go ahead. Um, it made me think a bit of Hellraiser and The Collector. I was, okay. I, you know what's funny, Jake? Collector was going to be my guess. Really? Yeah. Why is that? Uh, I haven't seen Collector. I have no idea what it's about. Um, it's, I started that movie and it has the same vibe as Hostel. It's like very 2000s green-ish. Oh, sure. Um, it's always either green or orange. Or blue. Or blue. <laughs> we watched Dead Silence, which one of my all-time favorite horror movies, but good lord, is it blue. Yeah. Um, yeah, I actually do think it's The Collector, because it, uh, you said traps in that, mm-hmm. which made me think Saw, but I was like, nah, it can't be Saw. Sure. Um, that's too obvious. And then Hostel was the other one, but it name-dropped Hostel in the review. I was like, well, that can't be it. So the only other crap horror movie that I can think of from the 2000s is The Collector. So I'm going to make that my final guess. You're locking Ooh. that in? I'm the Collector? In. Okay. Uh, Jake? It, didn't it say in the review that like the box arrives at another address? Yes. It says, um, basically, to summarize, uh, the only thing they could do for a sequel is if the, if the same opening with an evil box landing in another address and the rest of the film with more glamorization of inhumane tortures. It's funny, because they did do a sequel. It's called The Collection. <laughs> yeah, like, that... Hmm, because, like... This, like it's, it's, it's weird, because, like, I, I, I would definitely say The Collector is a movie I just did not enjoy at all. It's sure. not very good. Really? No. At least from no. what I remember, I might have to revisit it, but... Damn. It it's just very dramatic with its like oh whoa dumb shit happens. It's, um, that's a great explanation, but um, <laughs> but like great. with the box, like I don't remember the collector giving people a box, unless it was like a calling card to like I'm gonna kill you type shit. But like I don't know, I don't, haven't seen it. Hmm. Because like if it's if it's about an evil box, and Hellraiser makes more sense. So I'm gonna go with Hellraiser. Hellraiser, you locking that in, or do you want a good review? Um, actually, I'm going to take the good review, even if I get less points. Okay, let's see. Let me get back to the good review that I found. Please pause for dramatic effect. I feel like that. Re- I feel like the review would mention something about Hellraiser. Really? Or uh, about Pinhead? Sorry. Oh, okay. No, I don't think okay. they mentioned Pinhead or like. They only mentioned Toss. So yep. here is the good review. Um, this is a ten out of ten. Um, Gabe, you can't guess anymore. You're locked in. Oh, I'm locked in. Um, the title is an extreme version of Saw. Um, written on the 14th of January, 2021. Written by uh the. Username is A 
SAFKO-96168. Um, as follows, quote, Love this movie. It's like Saw, only more extreme and gorier. While the acting isn't the best, the storyline and soundtrack is amazing. It has the lead actor as the lead character, a former criminal working for a family. Uh, his wife needs to pay back. Okay, that's great, babe. Sorry, Gabe just showed me a Facebook post <laughs> while I'm reading this. Um, so he decides to steal from his boss while he and his family are out of town. Little does he know when he gets there, a more demented psychopath is there and booby traps in place, intending to kill anybody there and take one person back with them. Oh. Hence why the movie is called what it is called. I was about to yeah, that. I feel like that gives it away. Yeah, yeah that's the collector. Because, yeah. All right. Uh, you guys are correct. It is the collector, but Jake, you only got one point instead of. Yeah, two. that's fine. Like okay. I got a little bit like, like off track because of the evil box. Sure. And like it's, because like that that's such like a I feel like that's more of a Hellraiser thing. And if the collector also stole that, like how it steals a majority of the main ideas of its movie, then yeah, makes sense. Nice. All right, good job, you guys. Nice. Everybody got some points today. Hell yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Gabe, you wanna you wanna wrap uh, us up? Yeah. Get a little package with a bow. Um. <laughs> uh. Yeah. Follow us on our socials, Bottom of the Barrel, on Instagram and Facebook, Bottom of the Barrel Pod at Gmail Two L's on the Insta and email. Send us suggestions that you might have movies you want us to talk about. Uh, follow our personal socials. Follow the GMC Films account on Facebook and Instagram. Follow us on Twitter, which Katie just finally did. Daniel and Jake still have not. <laughs> Wait, do I have a Twitter? Uh, follow us on... Yes, you do. Oh, I do? I haven't been yeah. on it in, like, years, then. Uh, I, I, <laughs> I think you specifically got it for Tweets with Tony. Which is the exact same reason that I also got Twitter. Oh, God, I haven't... I haven't touched Twitter in years then. That's crazy. Oh, well then I I don't blame Jake as much, although Daniel does post on Twitter, so yeah. Anyways. Uh yeah, follow us on TikTok, bottom of the barrel as well. And yeah, be sure to look out for next week's episode. That is a special report if I am remembering. Is it? Oh shit. Exactly. This is news to me. Wait. <laughs> news, I get it. The Friday after that is March 1st, um, which we will be releasing a special episode. Not like special episode, but a special bad movie for the um, beginning of March. So look I forward to that. I don't have as much that. time to procrastinate as I thought about yeah. the, on the special report. Be sure to look out for that. And we will see you guys in the next episode. Bye.